Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number... 34. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Sitting across the table from me is the doctor of filmonomics, Greg the Movie Guy. I forgot about that, but I'm going to go with it. Dr. Filmonomics, I love it. And to my right, the doctor of everything else, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Usually proctology. Yes. hey so, I only play a doctor on TV. So we have a full house tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. So should we just get right on it? Let's I think we probably it. can. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with our trailer. We watched the trailer for the new and upcoming movie, 14 Cameras. Who wants to start? Go ahead, Greg. I'll jump on because I never saw 13 Cameras, and this is apparently a sequel, which I was very pleasantly surprised by right before we watched the trailer. <laughs> Having watched the trailer for the first movie or for the second movie on the first movie that I have never seen, I am intrigued by this second movie. Is is it very similar to what the first movie was like? It really is. It's 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 um just it's probably like a new family or we're something. Basically getting more of the same thing. Okay. It's just they've <laughs> upped the I don't want to say Camera kill count. Well, no, they, I don't want to say they up. I would say kill count because there's more people than the first one. I'm assuming that more of them die. So yeah, because it's been a while since I've seen it, and I thought there was just two people in the three. other one. Three. Three. Okay. okay. And this one says family of five. Yeah. So okay. um, it looks like we're getting more of the same thing. Okay. Basically, it's uh, the one thing I did like about the live stream. That live stream thing is new. Hmm. It's not necessarily a bad thing that we're getting more of the same thing. I, I hope that they I, change some stuff up. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because uh, from what I I remember the feels from the last one because sure. I don't remember much of the movie. I just remember being creeped out by the guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you pointed out he looked like a, what would you say? <laughs> a Bruce Willis burn victim. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And um, Sorry, Bruce. He's just a creepy dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I really the, like the him. The character's that a creepy dude. Uh, so I, I just hope they do more with him this time. Yeah. So I, I was randomly just scrolling through on Hulu, and on on Hulu they have at the bottom they have upcoming trailers, and I saw fourteen cameras, and I was convinced that Greg had seen thirteen cameras. So really, I, I, I was like, we should watch fourteen cameras. I was joking. Um, I thought Greg would throw shit at me for choosing 14 cameras for the trailer. And then when he didn't, I was surprised. And now I know why, because he, he didn't actually it. see 13 <laughs> right, cameras, right. but you did. But having seen this, I'm, I'm intrigued to go back and watch the first you should. one. Granted, there are a few spoilers for the first one, but I'm still intrigued to go and check it out. Yeah. Oh, there's so, no real, was there spoilers in that for the first one? I don't think there really was. Nah. There Aside really from the main guy... This is the same guy from the first one. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, okay. well, you have no idea right. what happens. To no, the I don't. But thing. I know yeah. that he carries from one film to the second. That is true. So that kind of takes that element out of it. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not going to go and watch it. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth you know the watch. It's pretty quick. It's short. Yeah. Um, I like that. Well, I'm going to move on because. Thirteen <laughs> cameras is on my watch no, list. I, I, no, it, it piques my interest. I, I when I saw this. You had mentioned that I'd forgotten completely about 
13 cameras. Yeah. And I said, well, I've, I've seen this before. And you said, no, this is new one. That was 13 cameras. This is 14 cameras. <laughs> they added the camera. They added a camera. Nice. It, and that may be the stream. The live stream may be yeah, the, the additional yeah, yeah. camera. You know, right. I don't know. It's the same house, though. It yeah. is the same house from the original. Yeah. They they said that it had this, like, Airbnb feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first I definitely one, got that. Yeah. So that was kind of a new that, – that's a popular thing right now, the Airbnb thing. So that, that was kind of different mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, that family was just renting – the house yeah. right but yeah 14 cameras I'll, I'll definitely i'll definitely check it out what i don't know if it's gonna get because 13 cameras went directly to netflix right do you know i don't remember i was oh. just trying to look to see if it was on netflix right now mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know what kind of um I, I think it is i think i went past it the other night while i was flipping through so gotcha. i'll have to yeah. add it to my queue yeah. i don't know what kind of release 14 cameras is gonna get but hopefully they just drop it probably right onto straight to which netflix. is fine no. by me totally check it out so Cool. Yeah. Uh, is um, there a release date on that? Did they say I on the trailer? I did not see, Let's see if I can find it real a quick. release date find on that. that release date. Uh, but while Patrick is looking for a release date. Um, July so 2018. So soon. Soon. It is July, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't say, it doesn't say a specific date, but it just says July 2018. Cool. We'll just keep, keep our, uh, our eyes open for it then. Watch thirteen cameras for. Uh, I will definitely. It's good. Uh, it's a it's a good watch. So, what we've been watching? What we've been watching? Should we do it. Let's do it. Who's starting? Uh, Greg's starting. I will start it. All Greg, right. Yep. So I have finally, finally gotten to go out to the theaters. It's been far <laughs> too long since I've been out because I've been a lot of movies that I want to catch up on and I just have not had the time to go out. So uh, it was about a week ago. Uh, Emily and I. And a friend of mine, Adam, went out to the theaters and we caught Incredibles 2. And I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with how good they did with it mm-hmm. after it being a 14-year sabbatical. Right. Very, very pleased with how it turned out. Really interesting how much darker it was in the first I heard one. it went really adult. It's, like, yeah. Up. Like, I don't know. Have, you, have either of you seen it? No. That's on my list. To, of 2C or have seen? Have seen. Oh, Okay. So, so I can talk about it at the same time you did. Rachel and I did go out and we watched it, uh, took Anya with us because we all saw the original. Sure. And I felt, yes, it was a bit darker uh, than the original and more geared for adults uh, mm-hmm. than it yeah. was for kids. In fact, I hardly saw any kids right. in the theater. It was mostly people, you know, mid-40s around there in to see it. Of course, we saw it after many weeks. It had already been open. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. I liked how they started it off with being introduced by the cast Mm -hmm. saying, yes, it's been 14 years. It's been way too long, but we guarantee you're going to enjoy it. And I did. I really, really liked it. Did they kind of recap it all from the first one? Was there like, no, not really. They just kind of jumped in with a new storyline, but it was like immediately following the first one. Yeah. Right after the first one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was kind of a nice little touch and a nice little nod right there to that. But uh, yeah, I was, I felt the story was a little predictable. Um, I, I kind of called it about halfway through, but oh, yeah. I still didn't. It didn't no. bother me at all. I just I, I liked where the story went. the uh, The villain that they had in there was awesome, and the one scene between uh, Elastigirl and the villain with the the fight scene that they had in there, yeah. was awesome. Really good. Absolutely yep. awesome how they did that. Yeah. So, and I would have to say that Jack Jack just totally stole. stole it. Yeah, the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. that That's was that was his movie. The baby, Absolutely, the baby. Yeah. The baby. Okay. Yeah, 
So uh, cool. I guess we can skip me because I did see Incredibles too. Cool. Well, I mean, I Two. watched uh, um, real quick since we just talked about 14 cameras. <laughs> I watched 13 cameras this week, which is another reason that 14 cameras came up. Again, uh, since I have already kind of touched on it already, but I really like the idea of it. I thought it's kind of a, a new take on home invasion. Would you call that home invasion? I would say. Kind I of? mean, yeah, because I mean, because they're in a safe. They, what they assume is a safe place, and this guy's not only watching them with the voyeurism stuff, but he's actually getting into their spaces. Yeah, he goes yeah. into their house multiple times. Yeah, um, I really like the the guy, the antagonist, the the guy that the creepy guy, uh, the the actors like was perfectly cast. He had a great look. Just. He doesn't say much. He, he's got very little dialogue, but he just watching him is creepy. I like that they didn't show it all through just the cameras. That very little of it's actually shown mm-hmm. through the cameras that he places through the house. I thought it was going to go that way, and that was going to bug the shit out of me, and I would have shut it off at that point probably. Which is it's kind of nice little piece coming from somebody who hasn't seen that because I I see a thirteen cameras title. And even just watching the the trailer for 14 cameras, and you could think that could go found footage very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that uh, they actually, they avoided it for most of the movies. Awesome. There's just okay. little bits and pieces of showing it through the actual camera. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the the last little bit I have on that was nothing was safe. There was right. no actor in there mm-hmm. that I knew. Awesome. Nobody yeah. is safe in that movie. Yeah. You have no yeah. idea what's going to go on. So I had heard that Molly Ringwald is signing on for 16 cameras. Uh, really? <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you Greg. Laugh, but I'm not kidding. Oh, she's so, a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. And she's hot. What else have you been watching, she, Greg? She was, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Um, so uh, 4th of July came around, and I got a day off of work, which was awesome. Uh, Emily and I went out to the theaters again, and we caught a uh, an anticipated film for me anyways was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Give it to me straight, sir. Well, I will first direct our audience to uh, my blog page where I have a post up for that movie at gregthemovieguy.com. I was not impressed. It had the makings of a really, really good summer blockbuster film. Yeah. Everything was there. The story just did not do anything for me. Um, which was kind of a bummer because Chris Pratt, I love Chris Pratt. I think he's a phenomenal actor. He did a great job in this. I just, I feel like the movie was about 45 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. The antagonists and the villains in it were horrible. Like I didn't give a crap about any of them. They didn't draw any sort of emotion from me. Mm-hmm. I felt like the, the one interesting thing that I pulled from this movie was that it flip-flopped genres multiple times. Not necessarily from an action, adv- not, excuse me, not necessarily from action to adventure, but they dip into horror a little bit. Okay, and I, I won't get too far into it because if you want to see it, you'll have to see it for yourself. But there's a scene more towards the end where it's straight up horror. We 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 went we went to an eight forty five in the morning showing, Jeez. and there was a uh, there was a family of four that was sitting in the, one of the front rows. Uh, side note: they had an infant with them. Ugh. Oh, that's, that's fun. always fun at a yeah. theater. Uh, but they did have like a, a four, five, six-year-old little boy in there. You know, take a kid to see dinosaurs. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Uh, well, it got to this scene, and guess who was screaming at the top of his lungs? That's exciting. You, uh, Greg. You. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, this kid was like losing his mind. He was so terrified. Oh, wow. Uh, this is. Uh, I would not take kids younger yeah. than like ten to this. What was the rating on this? 
PG thirteen. Okay, is there blood in this film? Yeah. Okay, I thought there was. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay, so you know the scene that I'm talking about where mm-hmm. they yeah. Okay. Don't, Would you yeah. classify that as a horror? Possibly. Um, it it gets like yeah. really close to it. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm taking my eight and nine year old to it on Wednesday. They should be fine. Uh, Your kids but, should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> what? Your kids are a little bit yeah. more desensitized to things like that. Okay. But yeah, this kid was way too young to see this kind of a scene. Got you. I just, I reason I asked that was because, so Jurassic Park was PG 13 mm-hmm. and there are dinosaur attacks in right. that movie. No blood. And I don't no think there was much, if anything, like, okay, I take that back. There was a little bit of blood, but it was, uh, it was like a medical type where they stick the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was about the only spot that I can think yeah. of. Just saying, like, I feel like the PG-13 in 1993, Three. 4 oh, is way different than the PG-13 now. now. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. why I asked. Oh, yeah. So. So that was my thought. I, I'm just, I'm kind of curious as to what you thought of it. I enjoyed it, but I knew going into it what it was. Okay. Because it's just a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, absolutely. So, absolutely. But I did feel it was a bit darker than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once again, I mean, don't go into it thinking you're going to get a great story or anything like that. I did think something was going to be a little bit different about the girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I knew what it was, but I thought there was going to be something a little different about it. And I don't right. want to give it away on the on the cast because it's still a relatively new film. So right. I can tell you later let's, when yeah, we're let's, done let's chat off Mike. about it. But no, we, we enjoyed it. But I think it was because we knew what it was. Sure. Is there more coming? Yep. Oh, I'm sure there is. There. is. Yep. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> no, there's no contest. It's, yeah. As, as long as those, they hit those box office numbers like they are, yeah. you can you can guarantee they're gonna they're gonna they're have gonna more. they're gonna milk it for all it's worth. Yep. Cool. So. That's fun. I saw a movie not based on a recommendation by Josh, but the last time we met, Josh had mentioned the movie Terrifier. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And I had looked it up online and was able to watch it. Uh, because uh, the reason I wanted to see it is because Art the Clown looked really intriguing to me, mm-hmm. uh, the character itself. So <clears throat> that being said, I watched it. It's your typical, and, and Josh may disagree with me on this, or he may agree with me. I don't know. <laughs> typical B-movie style slasher, where it was basically just headcount. Yeah, that's what I said. On the right, review. right. Yeah, it's a kill count film. You know, so for me, it's kind of like I watch it. I see some interesting kills. There's no way he could slice through a woman with a hacksaw as quickly as he did. That kill was pretty fucking awesome. It was pretty. It, it was, was a lot of fun pretty awesome. But I think it would have been better with a chainsaw. Could have gone through it much quicker. Yeah. If he had a hack, I mean, he was using a hacksaw, and it would have taken him like hours. Yeah. To do that, just to get through the bone and everything else, but it was pretty mm. nasty. But I will say that Art the Clown to me committed a cardinal slasher sin all right hit what 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 uh, what was it uh when would the movie came out in 2017 right so i think we can probably give a spoiler on it i mean it just came out oh did it yeah it just got it i think they made it in 2017 okay. it just dropped uh vfd not that long ago but you can i mean okay it's i will i will say spoilers it spoilers coming all right spoiler <laughs> coming he committed the slasher film sin by using a gun Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, that's fair. Cause that because he had that fight with that one. Like he was, he couldn't kill that one girl, right? Like he was going back and forth. She, kept, that, fighting she, she fighting back, she back. kept fighting back. She kept fighting back. Blah 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 so blah. He got blah. tired of her. He got tired her. of it and just pulls out a gun. And I'm going, no, this yeah. is a slasher. Okay. I got you. This is a that's slasher. Fair. I can, I can, you know. That's fair. 
But I mean, again, you you don't. I never. I didn't watch. I knew going into that movie like beyond rules and beyond yeah. all that other stuff. That movie was just an excuse to write really cool kills and just yeah show them. And there was up. some. There were some really cool kills in there. Yeah. Uh, there was some really bad special effects as well. Yeah, <laughs> but there was some really good ones. So I mean, it's not the normal th- uh, thing I would normally watch, but the character itself was very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, would you put him as an immortal? Yeah. He, you know, like Jason Voorhees or... or oh, or, 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 no. Or, or, no, because I think he's... I mean, there's no there's no history behind him. No. There's no backstory. But at the end... Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, Terrifier. That's what I saw. You can watch that on Amazon Prime. Yep. It's a cheap rent. Um, that's where you can find Terrifier. So there's that. Um, I watched a film last night. I was looking for a third, uh, cause I, uh, yeah, I was looking for an, another movie to watch that I could talk about today. And, uh, I was looking for something that like, I didn't have to really pay attention to either. Cause I was, I was writing and shit last night. So I was like, I'm going to put on a background movie. And then I ended up watching the whole goddamn thing. Uh, <laughs> I watched a movie called 2001 Maniacs last night. Um, how, do you know, you just nodded your head. Do you know what that is? Okay, never mind. Uh, it's got Robert England and uh, Lynn Shea in it, and it's basically is basically a splatterfest. It's oh, your favorite. Oh uh, yeah, it was no. fantastic <laughs> for real. It's college kids follow a detour. They're trying to get to uh, Daytona Beach quicker, so they follow a detour, and it takes them right into this small remote town in Georgia, where these. Hicks are getting ready to, uh, they're preparing for their guts and glory festival and they, they show up and they're, they're treated very nicely at the beginning. And then, uh, shit just hits the fan and we get all sorts of kills. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like, you know, it was no terrifier, but it was still a lot of fun to watch. So, and I like to watch people come up with creative ways to kill characters in these movies. And it had no, it, it, every kill was, uh, followed by a one liner. It was classic Robert England. So was, was any of those, uh, one liners clean up on aisle, whatever. No, damn. But they, <laughs> every single time somebody got killed, there was a one liner that followed it. And it was, it was horror comedy, so uh, it was a lot of fun. What else? What else you got? Uh, what else you got, Greg? So for my last one, uh, I had uh, watched. I cannot figure this TV show out, or excuse me, this this series out. So Netflix has this series called The Ranch. Hmm. I I posted on the first part when it came out as a TV show that I just I really could not get into because Ashton Kutcher is a dunce. He plays himself pretty well now that I've mentioned that. But um, I watch it more for Sam Elliott and uh, some of the other cast. And it's it's a weird show. It, it can't figure out whether it's a drama or a sitcom or whatever the heck it is. And I, I Does it have a laugh track? It does not. I don't think Everybody it does. asks me this and I cannot remember if it does. I feel like it does. I watched like the first few episodes of the first season. Yeah. I just couldn't get into it because it felt weird. Exactly. I'm still watching it. Does that count as a sitcom if it doesn't have a laugh track? 
I don't Isn't know that what sitcoms kind of really are. Well, like, no, not necessarily. Tech, no? Because I mean, like if you look at Modern Family or any of those other things, those are I consider oh, okay. those to be sitcoms, but you. they're not. They're, there's no laugh track behind yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But they're right. not shot. They're, they're not shot three camera style, which I right. attribute that to sitcom. The fifth part of this series came out, and I watched it, and I, I'm still in the same place that I was. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like it, it's intriguing enough to I keep coming back. I don't feel like I gain anything from it. And it's really weird. And actually a lot of the, the poll for this season was to see what they did with Danny Masterson's character yeah. after his little, mm-hmm. is he still on the show? Because no. Netflix, Netflix kind of made it sound like they, they busted, they dropped him. They, no, they dropped, who was the one guy from uh, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> but then they said, uh, maybe we'll keep Masterson. Oh, wow. so Danny Masterson is in the entire series. Or excuse me, entire part five season, I guess you could call it, All right. which I've heard had brought out a lot of backlash because right. of that whole situation. Yeah. The way that they ended it, I was not thrilled with, and I'm trying to decide if I want to spoil it or not. I probably shouldn't, but I don't believe he's coming back for whatever future seasons, parts, whatever they have. Did they green light it for another season <gasps> then or – it's apparently one of the better series on Netflix, which Ooh. I cannot get. I can't understand. I don't I mean, get I can, that. Yeah. So I, I watched part five of the ranch. Again, I love Sam Elliott. He's an amazing actor. He's one of the best mustaches in the business. Mm-hmm. The rest of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't. But you continue to watch it. So something, there's something, something there. There's some pull. And maybe it was just the whole Danny Masterson situation that I wanted to see. Like, uh, the final season of House of Cards comes out, I think, in the next couple months. Mm-hmm. And they did a they dropped a uh, a teaser on the 4th of July. I saw that. With Claire Underwood sitting in the whatever chair she was sitting mm-hmm. in. And, oh, my God, I am so excited for yeah. that. I never watched that show either. Dude, watch it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, what else did you watch? Uh, all Patrick? right. Well, it's not what I watched. I didn't watch as much as I normally do because I've been listening listening to a lot of more podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. So I did want to show uh, one that I'm totally into uh, lately is WTF with Mark Marin. Okay. Um, he interviews people all the time, and you just get some really great insights into where these actors came from, what their processes are, and everything else. It's just a really good uh, podcast. Uh, But the one I want to give a shout out to is The Fear of God. Greg pointed it out to us uh, a few weeks ago, it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, what is really cool about this podcast, they review horror films, but they also lay upon it the religious aspect of it and they're able to add spiritual and and uh what's the word i'm looking for religious not just religious but uh what messages you can take away from it oh sure uh, based on the bible and stuff like that morals uh, maybe what's that morals maybe? Uh, possibly morals but but they also throw in scripture readings and stuff like that mm-hmm. from the christian point of view uh so it's, it's just really interesting because they'll take movies that you know you wouldn't necessarily think would have some sort of message behind it and they're able to find a message uh behind it uh and if you have a chance and i'm just giving them a plug if you have a chance check them out absolutely uh fear of god uh, they also have a Facebook group as well, and they do some discussions in there. So if you have a chance, check them out. I uh, I just listened to their episode on the Purge. Yeah, and that was that just blew me out of the water. Mm-hmm. Like I I almost want to go back, almost. Yeah, and rewatch the Purge, based on what they had what talked they about. 
Um, but it's, it's kind of reinvigorated the series for me. Like I watched the first one and I felt like it was kind of a gigantic letdown. Like there was not much to it. Mm-hmm. And I know you really enjoyed it. I like the Purge series. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like the, the first one is kind of the weaker? Cause I think they'd stated I, that. I think Anarchy th- is actually the weakest of the three. Purge, okay. The, me. That's what I sure. think. Sure. I, I, mean, I think they had stated that two and three were far better. Uh, election year is my favorite. Okay. Yeah, by far. Okay. But so I, I'm kind of intrigued to go back and give it another shot based on what they had talked about and their thoughts on it. But no, they they do a really good job with dissecting. Like they they dissect. Mm-hmm. Oh, they really dissect. They do. They do. <laughs> but and uh, the the two hosts read. <coughs> And uh, Nathan, I think, is the yeah, other guy's Reed name. Nathan. Uh, Nathan has got this laugh that is just oh, yeah. it, <laughs> it just sets you off, right? Because he's just—I mean—he's one of those people that he will laugh and not care what anybody thinks mm-hmm. about it. And and my wife is that way. She just has one of those laughs yeah. that you're in, yeah. we're in the middle of a crowded theater and people just turn and look at her, and I'm like, eh, fuck off. <laughs> you, yeah, you, <laughs> you can know. hear it from blocks away. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, check uh, check out uh, WTF with Mark Marin and Fear of God. Cool. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day long. Yeah. But I didn't listen to a podcast. Uh, instead, I watched a movie uh, <laughs> called It Stains the Sands Red. And Ooh. I've had this movie in my collection for a while now. And I just got it out the other day and watched it for the first time. Had a really good time with it. It's kind of a new take mm. on a zombie film. Cause what, so what happens is uh, a girl and her boyfriend are driving to like a, an airfield to get on a plane to fly somewhere and in the middle of going their car breaks down and there's one lone zombie out in the desert that they are driving through and it it uh attacks them and the thing that the thing that i I liked about the movie was the zombie doesn't ever what it never gets tired this wasn't a horde mentality and this zombie doesn't run but the one thing it does do is it, it never gets tired. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to stop to eat or go to the bathroom or get a drink because it's in the desert. And she does. And it chases her across the entire desert. And every time she stops, he doesn't. So um, I liked that idea. I thought the acting was rough in it. The the, the acting was rough in it. The, the main girl they cast was not the best choice, I didn't think. I don't know. It's just uh, I thought it was a really interesting take on a zombie film that mm-hmm. I had never seen before. So it's in the sand red. Uh, you can rent it, I think, on Prime right now. Um, I went and bought it because I, you know, like the special features. Because that's what you do, and that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good flick. It was a good time. So that's it. There. Um, are we moving on, or well, do we have more to? Sh- well, sh- yeah, this is a question I'm going to throw out. We're already we're already about thirty minutes into the into the podcast. Oh, cool. Um, so, I mean, we could either touch lightly on the next topic and then spend the majority of the time on the review, or just jump straight into the review. I would vote to and then at least <laughs> touch the the topic. Okay, because I think Greg is just going to smash Tragedy Girls. <laughs> All um, right. I mean, we can hit the topic. Let's it's, hit the topic. It's your topic. You bring. What do you? What? Uh, well, the top. The topic that I threw out to you guys earlier this week was to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of horror movie cliches, and I left it as a broad topic, mm-hmm. um, just to see what we all come to the table with, and kind of thinking maybe 
what is a horror movie cliche that always works for you mm-hmm. or horror, horror movie cliche that you're tired of seeing or cliches that have absolutely just fricking ruined a movie for you. Sure. Cool. Okay. Do you want to start it off then? Uh, I could start it <laughs> off. I'm going to bring up my notes is what I'm going to do. Here. Yeah. I mean, we had homework. Um, one of the things that kind of drives me crazy is when people are, they're updating their movies or trying to make them more techie, things like that. And they get their answers on Google instead of doing like actual research. To mm-hmm. me, it's such a simple cop out. Uh, and I think maybe it's a writer thing. It's like, Oh, I can give them this information so easily without having to write another scene. Right. Just Google it. And that one just kind of drives me crazy. I just think it's a little too easy uh, to find information. Unfortunately, we did something similar with uh, Emily, if you think about it, though, because uh, we did have some websites up on the screen that he was doing some research on. We did, however, but it, it wasn't in the moment. Right. It didn't give the information. I mean... And I think that I think because I agree with you, I think that's like one of the biggest like kicking the balls yeah. of, OK, well, that wasn't easy. Let's just move on from that. But and I'm I'm not doing this just because it's it's our movie and I'm trying to defend it. Um, we had a writer who was doing the research. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think mm-hmm. that assisted with building where he was getting his information from. Whereas, oh, my God, there's a ghost over there. I'm going to Google and see what his situation is. Yeah. OK, there yeah. we go. Now I know. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, I just I just think sometimes it's a little too easy. Right, exactly. So, exactly. So that's that that to me that's a to me that's a bad, not necessarily an ugly. Okay. Greg, you, you so, so so yeah, just going up with this, we give a good, we give a bad, we give an ugly. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, mean, right. I wrote down three of well of two uh, the good and bad. I didn't write down an ugly one. Well, maybe one that's bad is worse than the other bad. Well, I wrote down the cell phone. I wrote down the self for my bad cliche, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the no service. The no service. It's an easy cop out to give people an excuse that are in danger. To uh, I have no way of calling for help mm-hmm. because I just happen to have no service, and I I'm really, I just can't go anywhere really now. Right. Really, where you get no service, right? And so it doesn't really work. I mean, it just well, doesn't there work for there me, are you know? places you can go to that don't have service. Trust yeah. me, I work for a company that we go out in the fields and. There's nothing. There's nothing. nothing. All right. Well, I mean, it, that still does exist, but it, you're right. It's a cop out. Mm-hmm. We even discussed that when we were looking at writing another script, and we decided that they actually left their phones mm-hmm. as opposed to dealing with the we have no bars. Yeah. And we wrote that into the devil's den, but we had one girl that did have phone service. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we took that shit out real quick. Yeah. That's, so, so where do you list that then? In the bad. Bad. I, okay. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I have worse on here, but I'd go with the, the cell phone, no service for the bad for mine. And see, I have it so. listed on. I have a bunch of them, but I have that listed under my ugly just because okay. it's it's so cheap. You know, it, if you're going to have a cell phone and they're going to be dinking around with it, write it in a little bit better than, oh, I don't have service. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Let them let yeah. the people screw with the phone service or, you know, steal the phones and then smash them at least. That's somewhat better. But all right. Yeah. So are we we're doing Bads or uh, you, you can throw any of them in, any but we're just out? doing one good, one bad, one ugly. Okay, I'm trying to do ones that haven't been brought up. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue suit, and I'm gonna list my one of my all time favorite bad cliches of horrors is the uh, I call it the Murphy's Law of Escape, where 
somebody's trapped in a room and they're trying to go for the door. Oh, the door's locked from the other side. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go out the window. Oh, the, the window is locked too and I can't get out. Okay, well, I'm going to break the window open with a chair. Oh, something happened there and I, I don't know. Or you get in the car and, oh, no, the car doesn't start. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. every little thing that seems to can go wrong will go yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And I, I think that's just, you know, it's almost like it's poor writing. Like we're, we're trying to keep them there. We're gonna we're gonna come up with every little thing that could go wrong, and you know, there's no saying that that couldn't happen, but it just seems like a cheap cop out, kind of like a yeah. cell phone thing. So, gotcha. I'm switching my. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> the two of the two of them that I had were bads. I don't know that I necessarily have an ugly where I felt it completely ruined a film for me, and maybe you guys will bring something up that that that's what it was. Uh, but another thing that drives me crazy, probably a little bit more than the Googling thing, is when you see based on actual events. I have that one down, too. When you know it doesn't mm-hmm. in any yeah. way, shape, or form. You know that they're just going for a cheap, oh, right. we're going to make people think this really, really happened. Right. We know better. Don't make me feel stupid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wrote down for that. I wrote uh, – So to, so to me, that's actually that, – that slides worse than my other bads. So I guess that goes into my ugly pile. Yeah. I wrote – for that one, I wrote down uh, – for the most part, it's true. Well, I mean, parts are true. One of these things happened. That's basically what I wrote mm-hmm. because they, they take one thing that happened kind of, sort of – it kind of happened that way mm-hmm. and they go, all of this happened. It's all based on true events because yeah. one small, tiny – Part of it happened. But yeah, based on true events was also on my, my list. Uh, for my, I also wrote down found footage because and all, I, all I wrote down was recycle, mm. recycle, recycle. Yeah. That's all I did. I could, I could honestly do away with found footage films. And there's found footage films I dig the shit out of. I am just, if you don't have a new way of doing it, then I'm, I don't want to see it anymore. It's, I'm it's played out. Weird. Yeah. It, it had its so, time in the sun and it's, it needs to vacate. Yeah. Um, I think, I think about the only way you can really come up with something and it's not necessarily different is just finding a different genre type mm-hmm. thing, not genre topic. I don't know because it was yeah. like witches and then there was, you know, and then finally someone came out with aliens, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like because no one had gone into the that part of it. Yeah. They'd gone into paranormal. They'd the gone paranormal into, activity was, yeah. You know, but nobody had done aliens and they finally came out with aliens stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of over it now. In a way, there was man versus was kind mm-hmm. of found footage, right? Yeah. Kind of. It was, yeah, it was, it was a cross like, between. Yeah. And I mean, I thought that was Okay. But mm-hmm. I mean, that, again, that was a new way of showing yeah. that I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it's just recycled bullshit. It's played out. So, yeah. 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 So, I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to jump down to the ugly because the ugly ones are fun. Oh, you stared right at me and said ugly. The ugly. Yeah. In a world where Josh is. I love ugly. Josh. <laughs> um, I'm calling this one. The love connection of survivors. The the male and female protagonists, or the two that survive at the end, have come through this ordeal, and it's been dramatic and tragic and terrible, and, oh, we love each other now. I think that is just the worst. Absolute worst. Like, I, I get it, but no. That's just kind of 
it kicks you in the balls right. for the story. Okay. It's just, There's a lot of ball kicking going over there, Greg. I, I feel like I get kicked in the He's balls just, a lot by movies. <laughs> this is a lot of ball kicking. Sorry. <laughs> He's very flexible. He can kick himself in the balls. <laughs> I'd like why, to see that. Why the hell did I watch this movie? <laughs> Punishing myself. I told you I'm saving that one for later in the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, and as you get older, it gets much easier to kick yourself in the balls. <laughs> Got uh, got some speed bag going on there? Well, not quite yet, but I know it's coming. <laughs> Jesus. So, yes, the love connection of survivors. So, all right. So, nobody has mentioned they're good yet. So, uh, one horror cliche that always fucking works on me, jump scares. Yep. Damn it, that was mine. And, yep. well, because, and, and Rachel can attest to it, it doesn't even have to be a freaking horror movie. Any sudden loud sound for me. I will jump, and and it's mostly sound. It's not necessarily visual or anything like that. So if so, if there's a movie that's really edited well with sound that's designed to scare you, it is effective on me. So jump mm-hmm. scares definitely is in my good because anymore I become so desensitized to what I'm seeing on the screen that that doesn't scare me anymore. So that the things that do scare me are those things. Now we've had a conversation about this before, and you like jump scares until they overdo it, mm-hmm. until there's 20 jump scares in a row and you're kind of over it exactly yes yes i agree with that because you can overdo it because then you're relying on the jump scares instead of the story Mm -hmm. yeah yeah when when they rely on the jump scares as the main part of the fear of the movie Mm -hmm. no then you then you failed as a filmmaker exactly but i i think the jump scare is is good to have because it helps maintain the tension so long as you do it right Mm -hmm. Um, I know you absolutely hated this movie. I don't know if you ever saw this movie or you went with us. Uh, the movie that was based out of the Beatrice. The Gallows. The Gallows. Yeah. I've seen it. I didn't have go you? with you. Yeah. I know you hated that movie. And the sequel's coming. Can't wait. Excellent. Wow. Because um, I enjoyed it. Did you like The Gallows? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. I, oh, I thought that they did really well with that. my face against the because wall. You shut your face. <laughs> you shut your face against the wall. <laughs> I thought they did really well with that because there were minimal jump scares, but they, it helped maintain the tension of what was going on in the story. The Gallows was found footage, too. I'm aware. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crazy about the found footage, but I thought they did really well with what yeah. they were presented with or yeah. what they shot. So that was just an example that had come off mm-hmm. the top of my yeah. head. I got you. All right, Josh, you're, yeah, you're good. Uh, for me, the one thing that always works really well and, uh, and I don't really ever get tired of is creepy kids in movies. Mm-hmm. Um if you uh, get a good, creepy kid story in a movie, I uh, nothing's better to me than a weird weirdo kid in a movie. So, <laughs> you know, I like I, the animals, and I liked you know, mm-hmm. right uh, those kind of movies. I just, I would just creepy kids in movies. It works for me. So, you know, that's that's probably my my uh, my my good. So, all right, yeah. Which uh, brings us back around to Greg. So. Because Patrick stole my good, I'm trying to decide between two of them. And because I break the rules, I'm just going to say them both. The first good that I have for horror cliches, I call the tough guy. It's the guy who steps up and says, I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to go right after you. And then 99% of the time dies almost immediately. I semi-hate that character, but I like it because you want him to die. They're typically Mm -hmm. dicks. (laughs) And they need to die. <laughs> it's 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 kind of a nice 
saving grace to see these guys get hacked to pieces when they're all tough and macho like that. So that's uh, one of them. The other one that I, I've come to appreciate are the uh, the mental institutions and orphanages. I feel like they just add a little bit of mystery and a little bit of like, you know, it helps when the character is like absolutely insane off of their butts. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't allow for much of a backstory because you don't need it because they're coming from a mental institution or they're coming from some sort of orphanage or yeah, group yeah. home or whatever. I, I feel like it's it's not a it's not a terrible thing, but it, it doesn't hurt the story. Yeah, they were so. making a lot of those <clears throat> asylum movies mm-hmm. for a while. There's like every like they're cranking those out like crazy for a while. Well, good discussion on that one. Yeah. Should we uh, move on to I our... could, let's uh, let's move on to that movie review. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay, the person the person who uh, uh, suggested it is the one who gets to introduce it. I I've had this movie on my uh, my radar for a while. I just uh, hadn't gotten to it yet. So when we were going around to, to pick a movie, I need an excuse to watch it, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I threw it out there. So uh, we watched 2017s, which by the way, this movie was on a ton of people's top ten list last year. Uh, Tragedy Girls is what we watched. Do you have the info on it? I've Patrick? got the info on it. Best friends Sadie and Michaela are on a mission to boost their social media fandom as amateur crime reporters hot on the trail of a deranged local serial killer. After they manage to capture the killer and secretly hold him hostage, they realize the best way to get scoops on future victims would be to, you know, murder people themselves. As the at Tragedy Girls become an overnight sensation and panic grips their small town, can their friendship survive the strain of of national stardom will they get caught will their accounts get verified on imdb <laughs> it's the one to watch. Uh. <laughs> on imdb it got six out of ten stars and then on rotten tomatoes uh 80 percent on the tomato meter with an audience score of nearly 70 percent do cool. you agree with those ratings greg Nope. <laughs> before we start, before we go, uh, before we go around, I'm going to throw out a question really quick that maybe we can touch on really fast. And the 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 only thing I want to know, based on just what you guys think, was was this movie horror? Was this a horror movie? Um, I kind of put it in the same realm as Scream. Okay, because it was horror comedy. Okay. That it was it was a slasher film that didn't take itself seriously. I found it to have more dark humor than mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. But I like I said, I put it probably in the same realm as Scream. I, I could agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just was like, does it did it have nowhere else to live and that's where why it kinda landed here? Or, you know, was it horror? So um but I wanna hear it it had some kills that definitely it put kills. it into the yeah, slasher. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but I want to hear some hate on the movie, so I'm going to go to Greg really quick. Unless Patrick hated it too, in which case, bring me all the hate. I am super neutral on this movie, to tell you the truth. Um, I was making notes as I was uh, going along, and I found myself just writing down some of the one-liners that I enjoyed more than like actually critiquing the movie. Okay. It was really it was a strange watch for me. Okay, because like you said, where did it live? Mm-hmm. And I think it took some time to find that place where it lived. And for me, it wasn't until the guy they captured came back into the picture. 
Okay, and yep, that's yep. where the movie really shifted gears for me and made more sense. And I was wondering maybe it, that it should have reached that point sooner. Mm-hmm. I really dug that opening sequence, by the way. That opening sequence where they're in the car mm-hmm. and it's them setting the trap to they, catch the killer. They I defined that was smart. They defined what this movie was going to be about very early, right out of the gate. Yeah, right out of the gate. So, <laughs> Greg, you know, and and uh, was that House of the Rising Sun? playing in that weird goth it was it was an adaptation oh, it was a weird yeah it was a weird version of a it, weird yeah, version yeah, of it yeah but the cool thing was the music in this movie mm. rocked the soundtrack yeah. was really really good you anyway think? greg yeah, greg what do you think buddy pal <laughs> <laughs> you trying to kiss ass here. no 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 i really want to know your thoughts so i i like how how patrick stated that this movie defined what it was almost immediately because I hated this movie almost immediately. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I said, "Wow." I'm not shocked. <laughs> I I really liked the the setup, the long uh, zoom in on the car, mm-hmm. or the long pan in on the car, and then you get in there and they're making out and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they step out there and the first kill happens, done. Absolutely done. Yeah. The only question I had about that opening scene was who the hell parks. Right in the middle, middle of, of a, a covered bridge. bridge. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> but why? So he puts that machete through that kid's head. Hey, spoilers. Spoilers. This is insane. Spoilers. I don't fucking care. Which, it's been out for a year now. Yeah. All right. So, and you can watch it free on Hulu. On at Hulu. This point, so go to spoilers the, if the, you care. Um, the effects on the kills were awful. Really? You thought? Really? I did not like them at all. They looked, I mean, it was. Basically a 2D shot of what was going on. So it basically took away any imagination of anything like that. Like with the right. uh, uh, the one chick and the, um, the saw blade. I fucking loved that kill. To each their own. I, I, I thought it was the way that it was done. I felt that they could have done it better. What I think killed it for me was the personalities of the main characters. I just – did not jive with me at all. Hmm, okay. And I think that was one of the biggest complaints I think people had on some of the reviews is that you can never really, really care for these characters. Right. That you couldn't hate them. You couldn't like them. It was just kind of in the middle. But they were like, they sold their friendship perfectly. I thought, I thought like you, in the end, you, just in or gen- all the over, way through, all the way okay. through, because like you could have gotten, you could have miscast this movie and tell mm-hmm. that like you needed people to look like they've hung out since they were little kids, right? Mm-hmm. And you that can go south really quick if you cast that wrong. And I thought it was perfectly cast, and I thought these girls did a great job of making it look like they've been friends for mm-hmm. years. So I mean, I thought they did a great job. Which I, I, I would agree. I, I definitely did feel a, uh, a connection between the two of them, and that was fine. It, just, it was still their personalities were just – I just – I couldn't wrap my hand around them yeah. at all. I, I like how you had mentioned, Patrick, that you would class this in uh, with Scream because now that you're mentioning it, I, I don't know where I would class it at. And as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I almost felt like a – comedic Riverdale from it. Mm. I don't know if right. you could pull that from it too. Not so much because I like Rivendell so much that it's 
but and see, I liked Riverdale too. Yeah, but I that was just that's how I kind of felt like this right. was. Yeah, you know, like but it, to me, it wasn't necessarily as dark as Riverdale. No, 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 can no. Get, no, that's why but, I said a comedic. Right. So, yeah. like you said, it's, a, it's more of a black comedy, kind of. But I just, I, I mm, T- no. to, yeah, because to me, this was kind of like <clears throat> Scream meets Mean Girls. Okay, there you go. I could see that. I could see that. Josh, you know the movie Mean Girls, right? You want uh, it. Yeah, you sure. I've it, seen right? it three, four hundred times. Right, sure. <laughs> but that, to me, that's kind of where it, 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 it sat for okay. me. I had written down in my notes, I, I said disappointed that there was really nothing new. And immediately following that, I put, okay, the table saw death. That was something new. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And I then thought. I followed that up shortly after that with the, uh, the barbell death. That's, I wrote with, that same one with, down with the weight Craig, room death. The yep. weight room death. Yeah, yeah. Was that was another one that you you've seen someone killed with yeah. barbells before, but not this way. I it was, it was a final destination kill. It really it was. was. That yeah. happened, and I was just like, and Holy. didn't they make a joke about final destination? I yeah, they're like this, yeah, is final, this is some final destination shit or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit! I I laughed for like five minutes straight after that weight room death happened. I thought that was. The funniest shit ever. That whole scene I, was, was pretty funny, though. With, yeah, with, with Craig, Craig, what was Craig Robinson? Robinson, yeah. that's his last name. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I said I, I thought the great the, the girls were great as best friends. Kills that happened. I liked that they kept. They're like, fuck, this doesn't work because now now it doesn't look like an accident. Mm-hmm. They kept like everything had to look like they're all these. They were kept messing up. Yeah, and they had to go back and figure out. How do we make this not look like an accident? So, like in, right. the, in the the saw room one, they chopped that girl's goddamn head off, so it didn't look like you know she did that to herself. I damn near um, peed myself when the janitor walked in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I enjoy the movie a lot. So that's, I, fine. that's just you know. I know that's fine, Greg. I know it's okay. <laughs> just like it's okay that you hated it. It's fine. Every everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yes. You're just your opinion's wrong. It's okay. This um, movie was garbage. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, does anybody have anything else? Um, I would totally it, recommend this to it, anybody to watch Tragedy Girls right totally now. Totally bothered me for the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie looking at the blonde, uh, Sadie, and going, I know her. I know that actress. I know her. Uh, that well ended up that she played negasonic teenage warhead from yep, the from deadpool, deadpool movies okay i see that um now. and then it's interesting because she has a marvel connection and then so does uh let's see the actress's name was alexandra ship that played michaela she played storm in x-men apocalypse so they both uh-huh. have marvel universe well, connections I, shit now i hate this movie ha ah there you go I still hate this movie. Um, <laughs> oh, in the end, really quick, I loved the nod to Carrie. Yes. That was fantastic. Yes. So. I think I enjoyed the last 15 minutes of the movie better than the rest of the movie. I did want to punch that boyfriend right in the balls, though. That, he was a, a, the only annoying character. That yeah. I was like, I'm kind of over this guy. Yeah. So he's a little whiny for me. Yeah. A little too. I also thought uh, Josh Hutchinson's cameo was pretty funny, too. The guy in the motorcycle. I don't remember. It was towards the beginning. It was right towards the beginning. He would, that was one of their first kills. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah because yeah. he was non-credited for this movie. Okay. Um, but he just played this really, I don't know, down Swath. to earth. Yeah. But he was just, it was annoying as hell. And to watch him die was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I took away from this movie more than anything was 
to me, it was basically a stab at current society, Mm -hmm. at the celebrity status, and all of the obsessions that come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because too many people are not putting their phones down. And this is exactly what this was about. <laughs> as Craig turns, it was uh, a nice touch on social media and the dangers. I, I of think it was, media. and and they, yeah. you, you know, not only did they play it up, but they were constantly on their phones, which also reminded me of like Clueless and, and other movies like that. But they also did the on-screen. You said Clueless, and I thought Clue. Oh, oh, they showed the text messages. They showed the text messages and stuff like that and how many likes they got. There was one, there was a string of emojis. I wish I would have screen capped that so I could figure out what all the emojis were Mm -hmm. on the screen because I didn't have my glasses on. I wasn't able to see them. And that that might have been another thing that annoyed me was the whole social media aspect. Like I I get that they're taking a shot (laughs) at social media and all the dangers that come along with it Mm -hmm. with trying to be the, uh, the 15 minute celebrity or whatever like that. But I feel like this whole social media thing has just gotten like grossly out of hand. And I think that part annoyed me too, was that there's just, Oh, let's post this on Instagram or let's put this on Twitter. Da, 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 da. It's, but it's everywhere. And it's, I mean, they've touched on it obviously in other movies, but like, right. No, if you're going to touch on a social issue, that's just an easy. No. And, and, and I get to that. reach out. And, right. And right. And I get that. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like they probably could have done a little bit better. Just again, yeah. my opinion. Gotcha. Take it or leave it. But I gotcha. What are we giving it for ratings there, Greg? I, I cannot legitimately rate this movie because I did not finish this movie. Uh-oh. Wow. I shut it off about three quarters of the way in because I was just done. Wow. Wow. All right, man. Uh, all right. Well, what about you, Patrick? <laughs> I may have just deflated the podcast. No. 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 no I'm just saying, every movie that you pick, I finish. But whatever, it's cool. You know, you know but but he still owes us two movies as he well. He does. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to give it a six. Okay. I, I would go higher. I was sitting around eight. Okay. But I like the movie a lot. The only shitty thing is, is I have this on blu-ray and there's it didn't come with any fucking special features or i would have given it a nine god damn it it came with nothing mm. zero really not it came with commentary but otherwise there's so many opportunities to show some really cool behind the scenes well, that's shit it maybe we should thing. have greg watch it with the commentary yeah maybe all the way to the end start it over greg do it again i'll jump right on that let's do plugs greg what do you got <laughs> I am Greg the Movie Guy, the best movie reviewer you have never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin over at GregTheMovieGuy.com. As of late, I have dropped two posts for you. Brand new movies, The Incredibles 2 and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Jump on over to GregTheMovieGuy.com. Give them a read. And most of all, share it with your friends. Give me some love. I want to see more readers. I'm being greedy. (laughs) Share. Share. Please. Share for me, otherwise I'll cry. Don't yeah, get cry. on the social media and I'll, share. Ah, oh, damn it! Hey, I'm not killing people on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some love, Greg. Awesome. That's GregTheMovieGuy.com. I plugged this a little bit last time we met. Uh, a movie that I was in, Corruptor, is on video on demand. Uh, Spectrum, Amazon, Directv, Dish. <laughs> I believe everywhere. it's it's really <laughs> everywhere. Uh, five ninety nine for the rental. Nice. Um, I know that there's like an Amazon you can purchase it or something like that, but uh, no DVD yet. But supposedly on its way. What was the name of the uh, movie? 
Corrupter. Corrupter. So, I wasn't sure if you said it or not. Yeah. You probably did. did. I did. I missed it. Uh, so support indie filmmaking. Check it out. Speaking of indie filmmaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is that, is that, was that my turn? Well, that's that a like great a, way. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out the Prairie Lights Film Festival. It's coming to the Grand Theater in Grand Island, Nebraska, October 12th, 13th, and 14th. I got those dates right. I'm pretty sure. Yes. You should go. It is a pretty goddamn good time, and it's super it's cheap. cheap. It's like $10, $10 for, bucks the for the weekend. weekend. gets you into the festival. You get to see all the movies. It gets you vouchers for the popcorn and the soda. You get to go to all the after parties and all the other really cool stuff. And you get to go talk to filmmakers and listen to them talk about their films and all that other fun stuff. It's an awesome time. I've gone every year for the last... However many years, and uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. So you should go. Everybody should go. Everybody and should go. Greg has a movie playing there this year. They announced so it. So even more of a reason to go. You can go check out Greg's short film, The Best. The Best. The Best. Fun, awesome. Funny story on that. I was showing Emily the uh, uh, the message that I got from Matt Keister yeah. about it actually being accepted into the thing. I didn't have to pull it up because it was it was too funny because we actually both read this the exact same way. And looking back, we were insanely stupid for I told him to send you a rejection message. But. Why would you do that? That's such a <laughs> boy, that's fine. I really didn't. No, I really wanted to. <laughs> that though. would have been me. I would have loved that message. Oh, I would Dear have. Greg, you are the first and only person <laughs> to ever be rejected from this festival. Congratulations, <laughs> you win. Okay. The the header reads, The Best Prairie Lights Selection. And uh, the first line here says, On behalf of everyone at the Prairie Lights Film Festival, we'd like to congratulate you on the selection of the best for our 2018 event. We both read that as, like, the upper echelon of the movies there. <clears throat> so she was asking me, do you get any special treatments? Do you get this? Do you oh, get that? gotcha. And I'm sitting here thinking, no, they just do that for everybody. Three hours later, I come back and I think, the best is the title of my movie. <laughs> we are both a couple of uh, idiots. That's awesome. That's <laughs> but, fantastic. Uh, yes, come on out. It's my anniversary that weekend. I will damn sure be out there. Yeah. I'm uh, really excited to see this on the big screen. Very excited with how yeah. it turned out. And It's going to be a good time. They've announced a, time. a ton of really great films that oh, are yeah. playing out there already. Absolutely. There's more announcements to come. You can find all the announcements at <clears throat> prairielightsfilmfest.com and they have a uh, Facebook page also, the Pretty Lights Film Festival Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Get all the info there. You can buy your tickets in advance. You can go on there and buy them right now, I'm pretty sure. Go. Just stop listening to this and Do it now. go buy that shit. Do it. It's Do it awesome. Um, otherwise, uh, as far as we go, you can check us out at MidnightFrightFilms.com. You can find us on Facebook at Midnight Fright Films. The Midnight Frightcast, we're pretty sure on the Insta of Grams. And we have, I think we tweet once in a while. And we're on YouTube all over the place. That's where you can find Midnight Fright Films. Other than that, I'm out of breath. I'm Just winded. Just make sure when you go to those places, when you go to uh, to the podcast, when you go to YouTube, that you subscribe, folks. That way you can keep up yes. to date on uh, when we post new things. And if this is the first time listening to the podcast, go back. we got 33 other podcasts. Just start – Start at number one and and, uh, and work your way up. It's yeah, they got they got better. They did, they did, they get, better. did get better. They over did. Te- well, Skip I don't them. know if this is the best. Maybe we don't want them to come back. And <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, everything I just said, fucking forget it. <laughs> right. Uh, start here. Maybe they'll get better from here. <laughs> nice. um, but until next time, we'll be back 
in another um, couple, couple weeks. Couple weeks. And, uh, we'll do another one. So until then, uh, uh, Greg the Movie Guy and, and Patrick, the uh, Doctor of Filmonomics and other things, uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Peace out, Boy Scout. Bye. Bye.